Hey everybody, Billy Rainford here from Direct Motocross with another uh, Zoom interview here. Today we got something a little different we're going to try. I'm not even sure if you're seeing all three of us right now in gallery view, but uh, if you are, you already see who we've got. Um, these two guys, these kids, are some uh, big up-and-comers in the amateur level of our sport, uh, so we thought it'd be kind of fun. They've gone head-to-head -head over the years, so we're going to have some fun here, get, uh, get these kids telling some stories and see where they're headed and some of their favorite races and stuff like that. I've got... Uh, Jeremy Mackay there, and we've also got Thomas Rendell. So, uh, Jeremy, thanks for saying hey. Pleasure. Always fun to talk. <laughs> okay, and Thomas, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here. Uh, you say that now. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, not sure in about 40 minutes. All right, guys, let's, let's start off with, uh, I mean, I can see that Jeremy there. You look like you're sitting in your trailer. Jeremy, where are you? On my track. Uh, I've been uh, there since I've been back from Florida because of uh, COVID-19, but I've been training on my track. Tell us what type that track is. SMX Motocross. And where, where exactly is that? Uh, it's in uh, St. Quebec, so it's um, near where I live. Actually, it's close to the uh, uh, Olympic Stadium, 45 minutes up there. Okay, okay. And uh, Thomas, how about you? Where are you? Uh, I'm at home. I'm in my room right now. And if you're wondering if I've been training, yeah, I've been on the bicycle, I've been running, been doing some uh, body weight workouts downstairs in the little gym. So yeah, just not as much on my bike as I would like to be. Hey, I'll ask the questions here. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe you were at your neighbor's house there. I thought they had all your a shrine to you or something in the in the neighbor's house. Um, that that's in their shed. They're they're storing my other stuff in there. But this is my room. These are my favorites, you know. Are those all your numbers in the background? Um, they're all my numbers except for there's one over there. That's uh, Josh Hill. There's a Ryan Benji, and there's one of my dad's, and there's also a Pierce Brown one from Loretta's. So, got quite the variety going. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's fun to. Uh, I've never been someone to keep memorabilia except for if you look over my. I should mention too. This one is brought to you by uh, the great people at Fox Racing Canada, and as you can see. I got in pretty much at ground level at Fox here, but uh, so there's some old school stuff back there. It's, uh, we can all laugh at if we'd like. <laughs> pretty old. <laughs> yeah, it's old. Your dad, your dad knows when it's from for sure. So, all right, guys. So we're uh, we're gonna chat about your histories and stuff like that. For for starters, um, we have to ask you where you're from, where you're living. Um, let's start off with how you got started in this sport of motocross. Uh, Jeremy, let's start with you. How did you get into moto? Uh, I got in motocross because of my dad. Um, so he he always never. I always like had a motocross and always like some. So uh, he bought me a little PW50 Wander Bridge, and we were uh, practicing, and I really liked it. So we started doing a little some race. First year was terrible, but after it quite got better. And my dad bought a place where we build the track and started training, and that's how everything started. Okay, now you, well, sorry, now you're the you're the older brother. You've got a brother, right? Yeah, I got a younger brother, 15. He's, he's a big kid. Is he bigger than you yet? Oh, yeah. Way bigger. He's like six, three and a half and 180 pounds. He's, he's bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. How about uh, Thomas? How about, let's move over to you. How did you get started in the sport? Um, so I was about three or four, and it was Christmas morning. And when I went downstairs behind the couch, there was a PW50 sitting there. So my dad did it his whole life, and then he snuck that in the house, and I just kind of, I don't know, I just liked it. I loved it because I, I raced BMX growing up before that, 
I guess this was a little more fun for me. And then just been doing it since then. That's funny. That's just such a classic story. I do obviously a lot of these interviews and that's one of my first questions. I've got two standard questions, of course, but that's always, uh, it's usually the parents raced and they came down Christmas morning and it's sometimes it's that classic story of, oh, wait, I think there's one more gift you haven't opened, Thomas. And then yeah, you have exactly. a garage or something. That's what I, I did that with a BMX bike, not with a dirt bike. But, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty classic story. Okay. No, what? But um, actually, it's funny. I'm also one of the rare people who my dad did not race, so it's kind of a kind of a strange thing. My dad didn't have a bike until. Well, anyway, we got a bike at the same time. But uh, now, my other favorite question, Jeremy, what? Uh, how did you pick your first race number? Is there a story behind your first race number? Not really. I was born uh, August. Took number twenty for my uh, number. Almost my whole amateur career was that number. That's okay. sweet. You switched last year. Yeah, I had to add a seven. Need uh, add a seven. I added a seven for James Stewart because I already like him. And you need a three-digit number when you're when you don't have a national a national number yet. So do any points, and I was national, so I decided James. Okay. So I'm a big big fan of him. Okay, man. Well, yeah, we'll certainly come back to uh, talk about your uh, motocross heroes and stuff like that. Now, Thomas, how about uh, how about you? The four ninety four has kind of been your number the whole time, right? What's the story there? Well, that was my number since I guess I got on fifties. Before that, I was four seven two because those were my top three favorite riders, and that was Ricky, and then Bubba, and then McGrath. In order, um, just I don't know. I just kind of had it like that. It's kind of original, I guess. I've never seen someone with that number, so it's kind of my trademark. And then I decided that since my dad was nine four nine, um, I was just gonna flip that and make it mine. Yeah, so that's okay. how we got four nine four. Okay, I got you. I got you. How far? How up? Uh, how far did your dad? Your dad? He's probably sitting right there somewhere. Did you? How far up in the uh, ranks did your dad make it, Thomas? Uh, he was a vet. Um, Race vet. That was his peak of his career, I guess. It's pretty good. <laughs> he raced vet. That was the peak of his career. He could yeah. race vet now and that'd still be the peak, then you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. I think he peaked in vet though. Actually, no, I think he raced schoolboys. I saw some old videos. He raced schoolboy at Sandley like twenty years ago probably. I don't even know. It was ridiculous. Maybe more than that. But I saw some videos. He was going pretty good. He's <laughs> he's gonna come under there and say, This interview is over. It's going to turn off the Wi-Fi. Yeah. How about you, Jeremy? Did, uh, how far did your dad get up? You say your dad rode and stuff. Uh, he never raced. He just – so his parent never wanted him to race. So he just – he got the agent and money for it. He bought a bike, and he was just riding around. And then I guess he was hoping he'd like it so we can go – and I actually did like it. So it was – I was first time I was going to races with my brother and my mom. So I've never raced before. Okay. Now, uh, your, your dad's a, your dad's a big dude. What, uh, is he, uh, what's he like as in your corner when you come around? Is he a happy guy? Is he, uh, get, does he yell at you? You get in trouble or how supportive is he in that way? Um, he got, uh, you know, he has, when I have, when I go to races, he, he know where I should be and what I can do. So if that goes good, he's happy. If it, if it goes better, he's going to let me know. If it was terrible, it was terrible. It was, uh, I'll know probably in for the race end because he's probably going to be gone by then. It doesn't go as good. So, sometimes I white flag and my dad's not there. 
Oh, it needs. Yeah. I like it like someone that need pressure. It'll need someone to push me hard a lot. So that's how I got faster and stuff. Okay, yeah, that's uh, it's it's funny. I, I I tell the story all the time about uh, back when uh, when I was down in Florida and happened to see little uh, Adam Cincerillo on his uh, super mini bike and stuff like that. And I, he would win. You probably remember seeing him back in the day and stuff when he was still amateur and everything. But uh, he would win by like a minute. He'd be coming up on second place to lap them. And at the last lap, the checkered flag would he'd hit the checkered flag, and he'd have to look for his dad. And his dad would come and point to sections that he was screwing up and could go faster. Like no matter how far he would win by, his dad was pressuring him and trying to keep improving. I mean, it's just uh, it's incredible what uh, that relationship is like. And so you kids won't realize this until you're older. I mean, you just kind of stepped. I mean, touched on it a little bit there, Jeremy. But when you get older and look back at it, the reflection is kind of more like right now. You're just like, shut up, dad. No, I, I listen to him. I don't. I don't say shut up, dad. I. Uh, he always felt like it's. I. I don't win by a minute, but like even if I get a big gap, if. Let's say if I he, she checks my lap times at races, if I drop by like three seconds from the first lap to the last lap, he's gonna let me know. And even if I won, he won't he's gonna point a second. Two. It's I think it's normal. It's how it's how you improve. So uh, I'm fine. How about uh, how about you, Thomas? What's uh, what's your dad like? I don't know. It's different. You know, sometimes he's uh, he's he's pretty happy with the. I guess it depends on the competition, like the different race you're at, like some races you can have a bad race and it's not all negatives because there's a lot of positives to gain from it either way but sometimes when you have a bad race and it's a race that you know like you should have been competing for the women then it then it gets negative and you know they really start to tell you tell you off I guess about what you did wrong and I don't know they just try to fix it for the second moto right now it's it's um like Jeremy just kind of mentioned what it's like with him, but I know at your age, it's kind of weird, you know, cause your dad, it's like your dad. And it's like, you know, like I said, shut up dad kind of thing. But it's like at your age, can you guys appreciate what your parents are putting into this? Like Tom, it's like, or is that something you don't, I mean, I looking back, you don't really realize it when you're a kid, but are you at that point where you can see what, uh, what all goes into this? Thomas. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like not only like, I guess they put in like, they put in thousands of dollars every year, but they also, uh, it also gives me opportunities to make friends like, like Jeremy, you know, best friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and in the end, like, it's all going to be worth it, I think. Because let's say for some reason I end up not in the sport anymore. I'm still going to have friends like Jeremy to hang out with. So my parents kind of, they kind of hooked me up for life, you know. Okay, that's that's cool. Now let's okay, speaking of that, let's talk about. Um, I know a little bit of the story, but uh, let's talk about uh, who do we bring in here? We'll bring Jeremy in here on this one to tell us a story. How did you guys uh, meet in the first place? Uh, Walton, France, 2010, 50s, four to six. Now I was. Uh, it was the first second year I was going to Walton. First, it was my first championship at Walton. Uh, Thomas was on the podium too. They had another kid named Jacob. I got and. I think he doesn't race anymore, but we were uh, all three, every moto, same results. And it was, that's where I met Thomas. And after we started going to other races that we each other and then start hanging out and just have fun. And it's the only guy that I always had competition, but for shows off the track. So it was fun. Yeah. You agree with that, Thomas? That, uh, does that sound about right? How you remember it? Sounds pretty good. I'd say another memory that like, 
it was kind of crazy. Like in 20, I think it was 2010, like the first year we met, um, we then drove down to Minio's together with our 50s. And uh, I just remember bawling our eyes out in the trailer because we got smacked so hard. But anyway, <laughs> it, was, it was worth it though because we never cried like that again, I don't think. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, it's funny for a lot of people. And I mean, it chases a lot of us out of the sport. Me for one. I mean, you, you know, you, you're about to turn to the next level and you go out there and you get laughed. It's like, like I always ask people this question too, like yourselves, you cried when you were kids. But nowadays you go down there and there's still going to be those standout kids that are going to spank you down there, right? There's just so many more people. How do you, how do you stay positive and how do you not like, have that drive you out of the sport? It's like, man, this is what I need to work on. Like, what, what do you do when you get beat so badly down there? Jeremy? Uh, I've learned over the years that it's uh, all mental. Like, and I saw it more like in the past couple years. Like, I would, let's say I would go to, uh, I was in, in the 80s. Some kids would be there at Walton, and I would, be, would go to Minio's, and the same kid would beat me because wherever they go, like, they, they wouldn't care. And I would feel like I would be uh, intimidated by the other kids, so I would, like, ride slower. But then if you go there and think that you deserve to be there, uh, the results change a lot. And so you, you should think each race. All right. How about you, Thomas? What do you do in those situations? I mean, it can be tough mentally. Yeah, I just kind of, I just think of it as another race. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out and race, you're gonna race 110 percent, whatever race you're at. You're not going out there and riding two hard laps and then cruising around. You know what I mean? So you're just gonna, I just go out there and put in my my best result, I guess. And then right. just, so whatever happens on the score sheet, that's as long as you gave your best. I mean, what can you do, right? Yeah. All right. So that's another thing too, because a lot of kids too. And I always look for this in young, uh, you know, young riders like yourselves, like who do get very upset when they don't win, whatever, you know, you get upset. I mean, that's natural. Right. And that's also a good sign for competitiveness and stuff, but it's what you do, like whether uh, if it chases you out and you can kind of be getting a reputation as a performer, I think is important too. You know what I mean? If you get beat, go out there and stay headstrong. And, and that's really important for the future. So I just, if I can pass anything along, it's like, think about that side of it too, just to stay positive and be tough. That makes sense. Okay, now who, going over your histories, who's uh, who's won more races between you two guys head to head? Thomas? Head to head, probably Jeremy. Jeremy just, oh my gosh, man. I can never pass this kid either way. It doesn't matter. Anytime I'm behind him, he just manages to stay in front of me. Anything I tried to, I tried to go around the outside, actually, like carry more speed. He carries the same amount of speed around the inside. So, for <laughs> I guess you're not going to disagree with that, Jeremy, are you? No, I think I think it's fair. It's pretty. It's it's true. But uh, we've got we've got some good battles. I've uh, I've tried to keep on Thomas at the time. I'm not uh, I'm, I'm not a dirty writer, but with Thomas, I don't know why I've tried to take him out so much. Only eighty. I was I, I would either go over him or after him. <laughs> All right, now you, I would say you guys have kind of different styles, too. I mean, Thomas, you're very controlled. You seem very calculated. Jeremy, maybe I can see you on the edge a little bit more than Thomas. Is that, uh, does that sound right, Thomas? You, uh, you, I mean, it, it's a, kind of a problem with being such a smooth rider. Sometimes it doesn't look like you're trying as hard. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy hangs it out pretty hard out there, I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, we're pushing each other, so it works out. Yeah, like I say, that's one of those things. Like from from the sidelines, it, a smooth rider always looks like they could try harder. But it's like, no, I am trying. I just happen to be 
uh, that's just the way of my writing style, right? Yeah. You agree with that? Especially the hard, bad start. I can be sketchy. <laughs> I, I will, well, I'm not sketchy around writers. I'll be sketchy by myself. Like a couple times, assembly coming down that straight where we have path in front of the start. Just try to come too hard in the corner and just go the hard and have him like super schoolboy all the time. <laughs> All right, now, now I know, I, I heard there's uh, someone, uh, your dad, I think Thomas mentioned that there may be uh, a takeout story. Like, do you guys, in the history there, is there a time you guys can think of? I know uh, your dad might have been alluding to something. Oh, I could think of a few, yeah. The best one, though, is definitely Gopher, at Gopher. Me and Jeremy on 85s, we were battling the entire moto. And then I think it was last lap with, like, three quarters to go. Jeremy just fully T-boned me stopped flew over top of me landed in the berm and then i just kind of you know rode it home after that experience jeremy has some other ones though jeremy has some good story burning oh yeah jeremy what do you have for us uh gopher was a good one and got uh it was always gopher send lee actually like send lee uh one corner before the last lap again i just Never let off and went from outside to inside of Thomas and just try like clean both of his wheels out and I just slid straight under him, right under. He, it was it was fun. It, it's I think yeah, that's the only two tracks that I've got uh, close from Thomas, but a bunch of time though. Now what's it's it's I find like with the, it, throughout life you'll find this too. You're for some reason you are toughest with your closest friends. It's weird how it works like that, but. Are you guys afterwards, do you, do you take it to the trailers? <laughs> do you guys ever get in each other's faces, or is it just smile and high fives? We laugh about it. I, I've never I've never gotten in trouble with Thomas with that. Like, And I'll be off. Like, I was the one that would try to go into him, and then it would just get out of the track and just laugh about it, and he would laugh while I crashed. Yeah, because you crashed, not me. <laughs> So. Yeah, I guess it depends on the outcome, how uh, what the attitude yeah. is like. Well, also, those are just fun races, too. Like, it's not like he was doing that at, I guess, Walton here or Minios or something like that. And not like a big amateur event. It was just like a fun race. So I'm not yeah. too worried. Like the Iron Man. That's how they call it. Like, Aaron, the lead. Yeah. Call it. Like, it's a fun race. So, and I mean, even with the crash, like, I got that, I still got second. So, like, we're still like up there. So it was, it was fun. Uh, and we're we were still we're still a kid, but like we're even younger. So it was like twelve, eleven, twelve. So <laughs> okay, so let's say uh, the coronavirus thing wasn't an issue right now when we were racing. Where would uh, where would you guys be right now racing? Like I mean, Loretta's qualifiers coming, you know, all that kind of stuff. Jeremy, where would you be right now if uh, without all this nonsense? Um, I would probably be back here right now. From like it been it would have been like a week, and I would. Probably did. I would have done some uh, Loretta Lynn's or golf art just to get some motos in and gate drops for, uh, for riding and then get ready for national. Okay, now what to, what class would you have been riding? Uh, I would have run the A class, like I did Okay, okay. Now, how about you, Thomas? What would you be doing right now? Um, I would have definitely been going to some area qualifiers just because I guess I've always gone to the U.S. to like those. I guess, um, events just because uh, the stiffer competition, well, not the stiffer competition, but like a full gate rather than, I guess, here. Um, 
get some races in and uh, see how we do, I guess. Okay, what classes would you be in? Uh, 250B Limited, 250B Mod, and Schoolboy 2, I think, are my classes. Okay, okay so this would have been your B year, and Jeremy, you've, you've made the switch up. You have to race uh, the A class down south now. Yeah, I, I wanted to race the B class again because I'm still pretty young, and I'm younger. I'm, I'm like same age as Thomas, and I was, but uh, last year I did points, and we didn't think about it. I think he said something there. Yeah, sorry, we're breaking up a little bit on yours there, Jeremy. But uh, okay, so let's um, let's talk about some of these. You guys have been going to the states. I mean, it's cool. Like uh, obviously, I've chased uh, Canadians all over the place, the uh, American Amateur Nationals and stuff like that. If we went back over your careers, Thomas, what uh, to this point, if you look back, what's your uh, what was your best amateur race down south? Uh, probably. The, the most memorable one would definitely be Loretta's because um, I got 10th overall in 250, or, yeah, what was it, 125C, even though I crashed in the first moto, but I, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty fun. Like, I don't know too many Canadians that have trophies from Loretta's. Right, yeah, no, it's a, uh, a few, obviously, but it's uh, not as big a number as we'd like. But uh, how about you, Jeremy? What's, uh, looking back, what's your favorite amateur race down south? Um... I've got a couple of good races at Minos, but I think my regionals in '85 were really good. That one, like all of my classes, broke my collarbone. Like, didn't really race it. But yeah. I think, yeah, uh, regional 2015, no, 16, 2016. All right. Hey, what? Uh I never asked you this stuff either, uh, Thomas. Over to you. What's uh, what's your school situation like? What uh, what grade are you in? What uh, how are you doing your schooling? And uh, what kind of student are you? Um, I'm in grade eleven. Uh, my schooling right now is all online, and I don't think I've ever got this much homework in my entire life. Um, I'm a pretty good student right now because I don't know, it's just online work is pretty easy. But normally, uh, I don't know, I get distracted a little bit, but. I get my work done. All right. You seem like, uh, I mean, I've gotten to know you pretty well over the years. You seem like you'd be pretty, uh, pretty good in school. I would bet if you, if you put it, if you put your mind to it, what's your, what's your favorite class? What do you like? Uh, outdoor ed, I think that's a pretty fun class. <laughs> get, to go, get to go canoeing and stuff like that. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say math or physics or something. Um, actually, okay. That's the most fun class, but the most interesting would probably be uh, biology or chemistry. Because like you get to mix stuff and see what it does, that's pretty fun. Okay, see, I knew there was a scientist in you there somewhere. Yeah. Now, how about you, Jeremy? What do you, what's uh, your school situation like? What are you doing, and what do you what do you like? Um. So here in Quebec, uh, you finish in grade eleven. So my school's done. I I technically already graduated since uh, I've been gone from school since February. 5th, so that was the U.S. and then. They were giving me my work, but it had like March break and then this happens. So I didn't really got any work and I'm a lucky student. That's what my mom calls me because I don't work outside of school. But when I'm in school, I get super, like great notes. So they don't, I, I don't struggle. So that's fun. But uh, it's, it's, I'm happy. My school's over for now. So I don't, I don't do anything now. Okay. Now are you kids, are you guys both uh, 16 yet? Or what, are you driving or what? Yeah, I'm 17. I, I have my G2. I turned 17 in February. So, yeah, I can drive around. 
Oh, that's that's uh, man. Car equals freedom. That's uh, that's what I always said back in the day. And how about how about you, Jeremy? Are you driving? No, I'm only 16. We I started my first license, but uh, us it's like a whole year before I, get, and now it's on pause. I don't know when I'm gonna get it, but not right now. Okay, that, that's funny. I, I guys are racing like almost professional level motocross, and you gotta. I remember the old story, Darcy Lange, when he first turned 60, when he first got his license. He refused to put that N in the back of his big jacked up pickup truck out in uh, BC and he'd get pulled over all the time and be like, yeah, I'm a pro motocrosser. I'm not putting this N on the back of my car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jeremy's a scooter boy. He rides around on his scooter all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to. That's the only way I can get some freedom. <laughs> hey, man, I had a, out in Vancouver, I, was, I had a, a minivan and a scooter. That's right. Talk about cool. Oh yeah, well, scooter, scooter's more fun. You can go anywhere. Go on BMX track and just send them. Send us. Oh yeah, no, I had one of the old. Go to the water park. Oh, that's water park. I got some pretty good stories with Thomas. Oh yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> um, so he he comes to my place like for two weeks, almost each summer, and I go to his, and then he, he would come down here. There's a water park that's right on my track. And we would have probably like kicked out of the water park each because we would. So they had like a, a big slide with like uh, uh, I don't know how it's called. Big like, floating, a big floating. And then we would and it had like bumps in it, and we would jump out so get more speed and jump in the last one so we double. And then they would always get mad and just cut our bracelet as they come back tomorrow. So we made that double. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I used, I used to have the uh, French-built Yamaha BWS, the one that you could really do some wheelies and off-road stuff on. And I, I used to find tracks underneath bridges downtown Vancouver. It's just, just ridiculous, and the cops would chase you away. Uh, that's kind of what you're hoping for, I guess. It was kind of fun back then. But, hey, what, uh, before, what do you guys like before races? Either you guys one of those uh, kids who throw up, or are you nervous? Thomas, are you nervous before races? Before races, no. I'm normally talking to my buddies on the line or in staging or watching. Just I guess near, uh, checking out lines and stuff like that. But I don't really get nervous anymore. Like, I'm not really nervous. It's just kind of like anxious. Like, I'm just like ready to go. You know, I'm all fired up. Right, right. I guess that's uh, obviously there's some excitement in there, but uh, then saying nervous is the wrong thing. How about you, Jeremy? What do you like before a race? Uh, I'm not a uh, I'm not a nervous kid. I don't see pressure. Like I, I have some, but I don't. I prefer not to think about it and. Actually depends on the race. It's small races like Park Park and Thomas, and then big races like Walk. I'll just get like my mind ready, and I won't talk to anyone. Be on my bike and wait. Right, right. Yeah, it's funny. There's some people just cannot handle it, right? And they're just like throwing up in their helmets, or they're just all revved up. I always, I always try to talk to people and say, "Listen, that gate is going to drop no matter what. Time's going to pass, and that gate's going to drop, and you're going to take care of what you got to take care of." So. Being nervous is not good. Excitement, sure, you know, getting revved up, but nerves are never, uh, never really all that helpful. How about uh, favorite tracks, Jeremy? While we got you, oh, what you doing? Oh, yeah, can I say something? Can I say Thomas? something? Yes, Tom. I'm raising my hand. Um, I, yeah, just like Jeremy said, like I don't, I don't talk to my friends because I guess I belong there. But yeah, I just wanted to add that. Just wanted to say that. Was it? 
not important. I don't get nervous because I belong at that race. <laughs> uh, I see what you're saying. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you're, yeah. I got you. I see what you're saying. All right. How about uh, let's do a couple other little questions here, Thomas. While we got your uh, shot there, what uh, what's your favorite track you've ever ridden? My favorite track I've ever ridden, probably. Uh, that's a tough question. I've ridden no, a lot of tracks. One of the. Jeremy had a suggestion. Oh, Jeremy has a suggestion. I said you better you better say my track. No, I think I'm gonna go with the Unadilla, um, the pro track, like the the pro Unadilla track, which I raced at my regional. That was probably because I don't even know people like the only people who've ever ridden there really are like those those vintage guys. So and the pros obviously, but I don't know. It's just a super fun track. Okay, how Jeremy's about Jeremy? Close second though. Okay, how about you, Jeremy? Favorite track besides your own? Uh, uh I don't know. I like my track. Um, I like Walton. I, I like Walton. I really like Walton. Uh, last year, I really I like it on Pro Day. It was fun, but probably Walton or uh, I don't know. Oh, Area Fifty One. I like that track a lot. Big jump. Oh, you're a hard pack guy. Yeah, when it's when it gets rough and deep ruts, not when it's small stuff. Like you need to get a big rut. Okay. Hey, I think you kind of both sort of answered this, but uh, this is, I always like this question too. Who's well? We got you on there, Jeremy. Who's uh, who is your kind of motocross hero? I think we know the answer to this. But when you were growing up and stuff, who's your favorite rider? James Stewart. He's the greatest of all time. Hey, you can't say that. You can't use the G G O A T letters. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking James Stewart's probably my favorite one. He, uh, Bubba Scrub, I just like him. I like his attitude. All right. Okay. How about you, Thomas? Probably, uh, I know you had three, three letters, three letters, three numbers in your, uh, your original number. So, uh, how about, how about you? Who'd you have to pick? Uh, I got to say, you know, the greatest of all time, Ricky Carmichael. Just because, uh, I don't know, he was an absolute machine. So, yeah. All right. Have you guys ever, um, gone on YouTube and gone back to like the 0506? outdoor season go watch some of those on youtube man unbelievable those two yeah um actually in my recommended videos yesterday there's randomly like 2006 uh outdoor national like highlights like they they were insane like they were sending it on i guess obviously they're like factory bikes but like compared to now like they're they're crazy yeah, I was there. I was standing on the fences there at Washougal. I mean, that's that's one hell of a race to watch from 06. Yeah, I think I saw you. I might have seen you there. Yeah, yeah, you probably did, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about um, if we're talking outside of motocross, who uh, who's someone you really look up to, Thomas, since we got you on there? Who, do you, who would you put in that hero category? Probably Peter Sagan. Oh. He's, he's a pro cyclist. He's, he's a pretty sick guy. He kills people on climbs, I think. I think it's climbs. No, it's sprints. He's a sprinter, yeah. He's, he's the guy who goes really fast. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Peter Sagan, he's sick. Interesting. Okay, a cyclist you picked. How about, uh, how about you, Jeremy? Who's a, who's a hero to you outside of moto? Uh, probably Sebastien Toutain. I don't know if you know him. He's a porter. He's really good. He's, he's actually tall, and uh, he won the Olympics. Uh, 2018, Big and he's uh, really good. He he can just he does stuff like 
but whatever he touches, he's good. So I, I like to watch him. Okay, cool, man. How about uh, another silly classic question? How about music? What kind of music do you like, Jeremy? I don't know. I like Miley Cyrus parting the USA. Good one. I have a feeling that's sarcasm. <laughs> I'm, hoping. I'm hoping. No, that's actually a good one. <laughs> I like that song. Uh, I'm the. I don't listen to new music, like old music and girl music, like Ariana Grande. Wow, that's okay. Thomas, quickly, let's get over to you. What's your kind of music you like? <laughs> um, probably the same type of guy. Like, I like those old throwback songs, like, yeah, Party in the USA. That's a pretty good song. I've definitely seen Jeremy jam up to that song. <laughs> this interview is over. This interview is over. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, okay. uh, right now, I like, I guess I'm listening to a lot of, like, I guess, new music, like, like some of the new, like, I guess, rap or whatever you want to call it. And then, like, some R&B stuff. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Maybe a little bit of country here and there, but. Oh, country. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. That's, that's, that's essential. Okay. Well, if, if you're going to say country, we will accept Johnny Cash for sure. We'll yeah. accept that answer. Absolutely. John Denver. Better. John Denver. And oh, I like Drake too. Pussy slide. Yeah, Drake. Yeah. Right foot up, left foot slide. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> All right, now, hey, your dad told me to ask you, uh, Thomas, and probably both of you kids, uh, are you guys both playing the uh, Loretta's Online Championship and the uh, MX versus ATV type thing? Uh, I think I missed the qualifier. I'm not going to lie. I think I missed the qualifying session thing. Oh. But, uh, I mean, it would have been kind of fun. How about you, Jeremy? Are you uh, are you a gamer? Uh, sometimes depends. I'm not a gamer right now. I I might do. I don't know. It's I'm good at motocross games. Like I play often. Well, not really. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know. Like I so I won't I won't play for like a month, and then I'll play for two weeks in a row, like each night. So that's how I am. Like I just I'll probably get tired of the game, and I'll wait for another month, and I'll play again. But when I play. I'm pretty good. Uh, better than Tanner Ward. He's trash. <laughs> Are you calling pros out now? Yeah, Tanner. He's uh. He told me he was good, and he played with me, and he's not good. I was disappointed. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, how about uh? Okay, you guys. How about um? Where are you guys gonna be in five years? I mean, Thomas, you're still uh in the B class. Where are you hoping to be in five years? Uh, hopefully I'd like to be a pro in five years. Um, maybe battling for some podiums, but you know, sports pretty crazy. So you never know what could happen, but I would hope to be, I guess, still competitive in five years. Right. So your goal is to uh, keep moving forward and get up to the pro ranks and see what you can make out of it, huh? Yeah, that would be exactly it. Okay. How about you, Jeremy? You're uh, man, you're heading into the pros. So five years from now, where do you see it? Uh, I'd have a 250 championship, if not two, and probably race to the U.S. in five years. Okay. I, I'm a, like, I, that's what I want. And then if that doesn't work, well, I don't know. hope that's going to work. Okay, yeah, I guess, I mean, that's what I want to ask you, too. Are you, uh, Thomas, we got you on there now. What to, Are you shooting for a pro in the States, like Supercross, outdoors, Canadian? What are you shooting for? Well, I know that 
I definitely want to go pro in Canada because that's something that's pretty obtainable, I think. Um, but I do want to go race some outdoors in the U.S. because those tracks are just, they just look unreal. And I guess the fans are pretty crazy, so I think it'd be pretty fun. Um, I guess Supercross is the big thing in the U.S. Like that's where all the, the support is like that. So I'd like to go race some Supercross, but I definitely see myself as more of an outdoor guy. Okay. How about you, Jeremy? You, uh, you were breaking up a little bit. Your internet's not quite as strong there, but uh, what's, uh, what are you shooting for? American stuff, Supercross, or are you shooting for Canada? Both? Uh, yeah, well, like, I'm going to do my, my 50 kicker here anytime. goes really good. I'm going to for 250 and then come back here for 450s when everything goes good. Okay, I see. Interesting. All right. Now how about uh, I know Thomas, we've seen uh, seen you pretty recently with a couple casts on your arms. How do you guys uh, at your age how do you deal with uh, injuries and stuff like that? Thomas, you've had a couple uh, couple good ones not too long ago. What uh, how are you feeling and what do you mentally what do you do to deal with your injuries? Um, I mean, I go to I go to the races still and I go watch guys and I'm like I, I don't know. I don't really know how to deal with them. I guess mentally, I do. You just kind of have to, you just kind of have to suck it up. Like it happened. You just gotta wait till they heal now. But then uh, you just really gotta get them strong again. So you hopefully don't, I guess, injure yourself again, or injure another part of your body. But um, yeah, you just kind of, you just kind of, kind of like move past it and focus on, I guess, the future rather than the past. Right, you're, like it's it's funny too because being such a, as a, a smooth rider as you are, it's kind of it's, it's you're not usually the kind of kid who gets hurt. But I guess that one that snapped both wrists, you just overjumped the Gopher Dunes jump, right? Yeah, I went a little long on that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even fall? Uh, I, I I crashed pretty good, yeah, but I don't think it happened when I crashed. Like it happened when I landed. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. How about how about you, Jeremy? What uh, kind of injuries and how do you how do you deal with them? Uh. It depends what type of injuries. If they're really serious, or I have to just wait. And I just and when I get injured, actually, I just like I actually get get away from races. I like to watch people riding, like if I'm not riding. And if if it's small injuries, I probably race with it. Like last year, I broke my hand. Then I raced with broken hands, so it was wasn't that bad to just do it. But it's not. Uh, it's something that I, I hate injuries. It's uh, it's not, uh, it's not something that you want to have. It's hard mentally when like you see everybody ride and you can't because like I'm sure Thomas can know about that because when and I saw him like watch me on the side of the track, I don't know how he did it. But. Well, I had my orange cast so you could see me cheering you on. Yeah. Hey, wait a second, Thomas. You had yeah, but you did that because it worked with the girls. You had some. Uh, you were getting followers and stuff. You had your uh, your social media stuff written on there, didn't you? Didn't some girl come up and didn't you get a date out of it or something? No, I got a bunch of people who DM'd me on Instagram asking if I guess what how I broke my wrist because they saw me at Chio or they saw me at McDonald's or something, um, or A and W too. A and W, yeah. And uh, yeah, I know they just they. I did, nothing really happened out of it, but it was just funny. I got some followers. So, <laughs> well, speaking of that, now we're on uh, you kids being uh, you know 16 and 17 years years old. What um, I mean, social media stuff. Who's uh, who do you like to follow? Uh, who, who's out there that uh, you guys enjoy getting a kick out of on uh, social media? 
Thomas, well, we got you there. Uh, direct motocross, I think. They're, oh, good one. they're pretty good at their social media stuff. Uh, I also like, I guess, all the Red Bull guys. Those guys are pretty sick. They do some crazy stuff. Uh, and then I guess all like the, I guess, the big heads of our sport. All right. How about you, Jeremy? Do you, uh, are you pretty strong on social media? And who do you like to follow? Uh, Red Bull people, for sure. But, no, I follow, like, Jeff Earlings and Ken Rogson because they're really good and I like their stuff. And a couple of my buddies and a couple girls, you know, change. I like to follow uh, Axel Hodge, too. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about that? Do you guys, uh, any of you guys try any of that freestyle stuff? Anybody ever hit a uh, actual freestyle ramp? How about you, Thomas? You ever hit a freestyle ramp? Um, no, I don't think I have. I, I don't remember hitting a freestyle ramp, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe I have, but yeah. But no, I mean, I've done some wheelies and some stoppies, but I'm not quite Axel Hodge's level yet. <laughs> How about you, Jeremy? Uh, I never hit a ramp, but knack knack, and I tried to do a hill quick here, but uh, it wasn't. Yeah. That's okay. You can, done, just, you can just leave the hill quickers out. Uh, yeah, no, I just, I do knack knack, though. That's fine. Like Chad Reed. That's I do fender slaps. I slap the fenders. Oh, I think I have a photo of you slapping a fender. Maybe you do. <laughs> All right, now what's what is what's the what is the best trick in your bet when you're uh, in your arsenal there, Thomas? What uh, what's what would you say is your best trick? Um, not really a trick like on a jump, but on a pit bike, um, I'm pretty good at wheeling on pit bikes. It's kind of it's kind of I can't really wheelie on my big bike. Like it's pretty easy to do it on pit bikes, but yeah, I can do the thing where you jump on the seat and then you still wheelie, or at least I could like last time I rode my pit bike. Okay. How about you, Jeremy? You mentioned knack knacks and stuff, and leave just leave out the uh, the heel clickers. But uh, what's what's your best trick? Uh, I can do some really good scrub when I can bike sideways or whips too. Like I can, I don't know. I just if I feel it, I can do some good good whips. And scrubs. All right. Now I I want to say my favorite trick is the oppo. I want to see you guys getting backwards. Sounds good. Don't <laughs> try. Track, I can do an oppo and it's East Sudan and Quebec. They have a step up and it's just with the every goal that track is best track for oppo. It's the only right. track. I guess we're going there then, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So we talked about your beginnings. We talked about uh, what you're doing now. I mean, what what, what about? Um, I mean, what's it like where you guys are? You are what are you? Where are you riding right now, Thomas? Are you actually able to get out somewhere? You mentioned you're doing lots of cycling and stuff like that. What uh, what else can you do? Well, a couple of my buddies have their own tracks. I haven't gone all the way to Jeremy's yet, but uh, I go to my friend Luca Giampolo's. He has a good track. Um, get out there and ride. Also, Ryan Mott. Uh, he has a little turn track. We went and did some mud motors the other day because it decided to dump rain as we were driving down the road, and we decided we might as well just go ride. So, yeah, I get a little bit of riding in, but mostly okay. straight. Now you, Jeremy, you seem a little bit spoiled. You're sitting literally, you're in your trailer at the track right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I lucky I got my own track, so I can just ride almost every day. I cycle a lot too. Okay, who's the who's the stronger cyclist between you two guys? I don't know. I think we're pretty even. Yeah, want to race, Jeremy? I'll race you. I'll race. I, I'm not. We need to go outside because that's the. Oh, 
Yeah, I can't. I can't race you on Zwift. Yeah, I'll win on Zwift. No, no. I have the pizza power upgrade. I can get those those like bonus energy. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. <laughs> Take you out. <laughs> we we were supposed to bike together like last year. Like I brought my bike and he had his and went to. Like, but we never we never cycle. Like we just went. Yeah, we went to the water park instead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oops. All right. Well, hey, Thomas, let me ask you this. What's your, of all the stuff behind you there, what's your uh, favorite little piece of memorabilia? Which one means the most to you back there? Uh, probably the coolest one. Oh, yeah, let me get up here and look. Probably, uh, yeah, probably these. These are my, my goggles that I have. They're still dirty from uh, 50s when I got third with Jeremy. So, yeah, I still have those. That race we're talking about, those are the goggles from that day? Yeah, those are the ones. And the mud from that day. That is pretty cool. Yeah, got to keep those. See, if those were here, my mom would be out there with some uh, Windex and cleaning them off. No, mom. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Jeremy? What's your favorite piece of, uh, I know you did nothing in your screen there, but what, uh, what, do you, what have you kept? Uh, I just get the big trophies from, like, my ch uh, Actually, I got, uh, uh, I think that's the coolest one. I got a signed helmet from Troy Lee. So that's really nice. It's, yeah, look at the other one. Oh, number we can one. see Thomas holding up a number one plate here. What's that? I was just showing Jeremy my state championship. Oh, I think I think he might have been there. I don't know. Oh, ouch. Shots fired. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> We're back. Oh, back home. <laughs> I, oh, I, I got two browns, dude. That's probably the nicest one. I got a left one. That, that, that's that's pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's that one. He might have trumped you on that one there, Thomas. Yeah. Well, Both sides. I can skate with a signed them. Red Bull helmet, too. Signed Red Bull helmet. <laughs> or the whole Blackfoot team. Oh, okay, cool. All right, how about this? It's uh, Thomas. I know is your is Reese still thin? Is your dad still in there? Uh, yeah, he's still here. Does he have any questions he uh, that I missed that he's thinking about to hit? Because he knows obviously he's seen you two kids grow up. Hey, Reese, you have anything else we should ask him? No, I think you asked him all the questions. I mean, these guys, these guys just uh, they've been going at it for a lot of years, and and they're still doing it because they love it. And uh, I can say I love taking Thomas to the races and I know that Jason loves to take uh, Jeremy to the races and uh, it's just lots of good times I mean all these trophies they're all pieces of plastic but they all mean something and show that there was hard work and effort behind something which I think as a parent we're trying to teach our kid good uh, good good uh, ordeal ideals like that you know and and that's all we can do and they're, they're still loving this, and hopefully they'll keep doing it and and uh, get to meet lots of good friends and travel all over. All right. Okay. Sounds good to you, sir. You're instilling good work ethic and everything. So these kids, I mean, obviously, whether they make it top-level pros or not, the lessons learned and the – and I'll just, I'll just speak up for this, too. I know we're getting sappy. We're old guys. But uh, just the connection with your family and your dad, your family, you know, your, just your mom and dad, your, you just – the stuff you talk about in the future, just the memories you make. It's kind of fun. Like it'd be old, old looking back at some of these things. And remember that time we sat around and Thomas and Jeremy were 16 and 17 and they're uh, fighting back and forth on that video. 
this will be proof of that. <laughs> what, uh, if there's, uh, what's your, uh, Billy, what's your top five uh, for 415, 215? What's your expectation? Yeah. I, I, uh, I hide from this question by quoting Ricky Carmichael and say that uh, I, don't, uh, I don't predict, I analyze. All right. Analyzing off of last year and what you see on social media, who do you think is a top five 250 rider right now? Uh, in Canada? Yeah. Well, top fives, that's easy. Who are they? Well, you got, you know, you got your, uh, you got your, got your Renslins, you got your Pettis, you got your Marshall Weltons, you got your Tanner Wards, and fifth place, who do you got? If Joey comes up, I'm not sure who comes up, but uh, top five's easy. I'm not going to give you the order, though. That's fine. Now we know. <laughs> How about 450? Well, that's going to be a good battle between uh, the Dylan Wright and the Cole Thompson. Uh, we got Tyler Medaglia. We got Phil Nicoletti and Matt Gerke, right? The usual. You know, yeah. I didn't put that in order. Yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Why? So, do you want to? Uh, do you want to take make your picks there, Jeremy? It sounds like you want to. No, I was just I was just saying. Oh, you chicken. I can't. I can't. I'm just. I'm just wondering what you were thinking. No, I left number 41 out of that. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. No, uh, what's his name? Jake Masterpool. Or is it Time Masterpool? Do <laughs> you want to make predictions, uh, Thomas, or no? Uh, predictions for, like, this year, like, who I think is going to win? Yeah, Canada. I mean, I don't really want to make that prediction. That's kind of a very bold prediction. But, like, riders I'm pretty, like, pretty, pretty sure will do pretty well. I guess we'll be in it all the way to the, the last round. Uh, definitely Jess. Um, Renslin for sure. And then maybe Jeremy too. No, Jeremy, not, Jeremy hasn't really been surprising me lately. I've seen those videos on Instagram. He's throwing pretty, uh, pretty big scrubs and stuff. So, <laughs> so if scrubs are any indication, then uh, Jeremy, you're right in there, buddy. Yeah. There's Dakota too. Yeah, yeah. No, Alex too. And another rider that Sky is looking for as well, right? We still don't know who their other second rider is going to be. So they could snag someone else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 2020 is a pretty weird year, so you never know. Like, Jeremy could just go out there and just stomp everyone by 20 minutes. But, you know, it's a pretty, pretty weird year. So. A 20 minutes, your, year, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. What's your favorite event in Canada and the U.S. to go to? Who? Billy. Hey, I'm asking the questions here. I'm asking the questions now. Get your own website. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like all the, I, I, I like anyone that the Canadians go to, you know what I mean? I mean, I love chasing, the, whenever you guys are at a race in the States, doesn't even matter where it is or how big the event is. Those are the ones I like just watching. I mean, like I, my thing is if a Canadian's down there racing, I, I don't like to miss it. So, I mean, that's, those are just the ones I like to go to. Otherwise they're just, they're just races. Right. But when, when I can chase around the Canadian kids and stuff like that, that's that's my favorite. Yeah, the, uh, I got a question for Billy too. What's the like the great battle you've watched like live in Canada, like in the pro class? In Canada or the U.S.? Uh, you know, it's funny. I I always go back to that uh, 2007 uh, 450 race at Sandalee. If you can remember that one. 
with uh, Simon Holman's, probably his greatest race ever. You watch, uh, go back. I tried to find it. I'm not sure if it's on there, but I think it was 07 Sandalee National. That was a, uh, that was intense. There's other ones too, obviously, but that one yeah. popped into my head. I was pretty young. I don't really remember that, but I was probably there. I feel like we talked about this in one of our interviews before. Tom. I feel like we did too, but yeah. Not, it's not in my brain right now. I don't know. What's another? Really get old. More stuff, more and more stuff gets squeezed out of the old brain. So it's uh, tough to, yeah. tough to answer questions. But all right, guys. Hey, why don't we, um, unless you can think of something else, Thomas, we're not uh, asking me any more questions. That's, that's no good. But, uh, all right. I'll ask uh, Jeremy. What's that? I'll ask Jeremy a question. Oh, okay. Go for it. All right, Jeremy, if there's one race, like any race you could do, what race would it be? What do you mean? Like any single race, like what race would you race? Worldwide? Anywhere in the world, yeah. Uh, well, obviously, I'll, yeah, I would want to raise the uh, MXGP, but uh, like uh, the world one, MX, what it's called? I think that's what it's called. Like when Canada and then every country are there. Oh, no, more nations. Yeah, this year, because they're supposed to be in French, so I could speak to the people in French. Yeah, me you know? too. It would have been cool. Yeah, I can go with them as well. <laughs> that be that probably would be a great either that one or Red Bull. One of Red Bull. About people screaming and it would be fun. All right, Thomas, how about you answer that question yourself? What was one race you'd like to do? Well, I was gonna say motocross of nations, but I mean Jeremy said that, so I'm gonna go with my second option and that's probably Southwick. Just because, you know, that's that just looks like a fun track. Well it doesn't look fun, like it looks pretty tiring. But I like Sam, so probably pretty, pretty. Uh, are you I'm, racing? Are you racing pro class like uh, as an intern this year? Are you doing some pro races? I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna tell you. Well, you can. You want to race? You, this is supposed to be your B class down south, so you better not. Yeah. Well, no, I can race. I can race, like, after. Yeah, uh, you. But. If I don't get points, I can still race B, but, you know. Okay, there's our answer. He's very, he, If he goes to Loretta, he's going to race B and then race uh, the last couple pro races. Yeah, Yeah, you got me. <laughs> All right, boys, well, let's end it there. But, um, I mean, I should have just said, hey, you guys ask each other more questions. But uh, we've, uh, we've run out of time, I'm afraid. Uh, what, uh, you know, we should do, though, is let's get uh, both you guys to thank some sponsors here. Thomas, who would you like to thank? I'd like to thank uh, Oakley. Definitely Oakley really helps me out. They've been helping me out since 50 days, you know. Got those, got those old Oakleys. Um, uh, Seven, they're pretty good. Um, they're, they're a new sponsor in Canada now, so submit your resumes. Um, Bell Helmets, Atlas, uh, KTM Canada, Wheel Sport, Factory Connection, Dunlop, Nihilo, uh, WMR, and... Uh, Stan Socks, Time Bomb Trading, uh, Cervelo Cycles. Um, yeah, and anyone else I forgot. Thank you. And you just made a lot of cyclists uh, mouth water there saying Cervelo, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and how about you, Jeremy? Who would you like to thank, buddy? And we'll let you guys get back, uh, well, Jeremy, back out to the track. Yeah, uh, I would like to thank uh, Oakley, Derek, uh, Bob, F, and new sponsors. Then KTM, Dad, the track, 
Uh, Nihilo. Oh, uh, Tell him to come in. That's my dad. Oh, I got him in here. He's just pointing like all the sponsors in Japan. Atlas, SMX Motocross, Mika Metals, MD Distribution, Who's Your Tire, and uh, SD Heat from Graphics. And I think, I think I said all of them. If I miss any, sorry. I'm a little rusty. I might have forgot. I forgot FMF, FMF too. Okay, hey, Jeremy, uh, Reese was telling me that your dad has a, a pretty burly beard going on. Come on, get him to stick his head in here. Yeah, he just left. Ah. Jason just left the chat. Uh, he scares He's me on a good day. I, I can't even imagine him with a big beard on him. Yeah, he got a big, nice beard. He looks older. Is it gray? I'm not, I'm not a fan of beard, so I like skin. But is it gray? Is his beard gray? Oh, um... Only here, only the bottom's gray. The rest is fine. Shave his head, new man. Really? Yeah. See, we really need him in here. Oh, well, too bad we missed him. We'll get him next time. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, hey, thank you very much for doing this, uh, guys. That's, um, and we had some fun. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people enjoyed that. Listen to some stories to, uh, you know, younger yeah. guys on here. And good luck in the, in the future. Hopefully we get racing. I mean, I'm not sure we're going to get any good news. I mean, the news is supposed to come out May, uh, May 1st, so in a couple of days here. But I don't know what's going to happen with our racing. But, uh, boy, hopefully we see you guys at a track soon. I guess uh, we'll end it there, guys. Jeremy, anything you want to say? You just want to say see you later. See you later. <laughs> all right, Thomas, how about you, man? See you later. Thank you very much for doing this. Yeah, see you later. Thanks for coming to all the races and uh, doing all this. Oh. The, so the social exposure. Hey, man, I got nothing better to do. Yeah pretty boring right now anyway <laughs> all right guys thank you very much for your time yeah. thanks for doing that no and uh well uh, we'll see you boys at the races <laughs>